Good morning, welcome to On The Pace on a Tuesday morning on the 12th of January. Michael Gearing joining you to talk all things harness racing. If you're listening around Australia on the app, there's plenty of races going on the next couple of days. In New South Wales, we have our return of the Menangle meeting on a Tuesday afternoon. Also, Albury race tonight, so we have two meetings in play. Robbie Morris is going to join us to talk about their team predominantly in the early part of the Menangle program. Mate, good to have you on the show. Um, Happy New Year. No worries, mate. Same to you. Hope you had a good one. Mate, I have so far. Plenty of good racing action going on. Uh, For you and Kerry Ann, mate, what's the the attitude to the the Country Cup circuit? Have you got horses? You're going to be travelling to some of these meetings? Carnival of Cups races? Yeah, look, we've sort of um, got a nice team building. We're probably... The older horses, we probably don't have too many that we can get floating about, but I am aiming um, Bailey's Night and Dance for Glory will probably make their way around that circuit at some stage, along with Ball of Art. So, um, yeah, no, we're pretty happy with the way everything's shaping up and I'm um, looking forward to all the babies coming through as well. Mate, you sent your very good two-year-old, Elder Baronessa, down to Victoria to race in the carnival races down there. Is she going to come back up home? Yeah, she's back home now. She's um, She'll probably have three weeks off, I'd say, three weeks to a month off. Um, and then she'll get ready for our foundation series, which I think starts um, early March, I think, or late February, early March. Yeah, so looking forward to that with her. I think your wife, Kerry Ann, and yourself have had plenty of success with trotters. That kicks off the day just after 2 o'clock today, coming in on an angle, 2.03. And you've got Inherent Royal, who has had the three starts this campaign. Been really good, I thought, Robbie, at nice enough races. And but probably falls into the right type of race today. Yeah, she does. She sort of, um, her first run, she made a mistake early um, and got well back and made good ground to run second. And then her six, she actually pulled up with a little bit of a bug. So we had to freshen her from there. But I was really pleased with the win last week. She was um, strong over the line and very pleased with her. Mate, today's 2,300, and often it's a bit different from over the mile at an angle. Jumping on the speed tends to be crucial. Is she going to be just as good over 2,300 as she is over the shorter trips? Yeah, look, even though she only had, I think, the eight runs in New Zealand, a lot of them runs were over the trip and a lot of the trials were over the trip. So the last three starts have all been miles, but <clears> I don't think the 2,300 will be a problem with her because she's got that foundation from New Zealand where she was purchased, yeah. Another ex-Kiwi in the stable was Right You Are, which some people might not be able to spot it. It's race two, number six. It doesn't look like that when you see it on paper, but it's how it's pronounced. Right, you are. You're yeah. in a race against a horse called One Night Out, Robbie, who, who's really been flying. Is he going to be, or he, is she going to be too good for you today, or is Right, you are a horse on the improve? I definitely think she's a horse on the improve. Whether she can beat One Night Out today, we'll, we'll be doing our best to, but its form looks a bit superior, but uh, her form in New Zealand uh, was good without being great. Um, I know Brad Williamson, the Williamson's had her, um, and they, their clients sent her over to us. Uh, they always had a, a fair opinion of her. She actually, after her first run, she tied up a little bit, so we had to stop and start on her and just change a bit of a work. But I was really pleased with the first up run back from that little freshen up last week. She ran a good second, um, and I think she'll run another better race again today. I think she needed that run last week, so... Look, I don't know if she can beat one night out, but I definitely think she's a great place, Jen. Mate, you got Gold Sovereign from the stable in the same race. One of the good guys of harness racing, Joe Mocha, does the driving here. 
I know Gold Sovereign just tends to hit the line well all the time and likes a hot speed on. I thought over 2,300 today, now, that may not be the case because a horse like One Night Out may be able to dominate. But I never write Gold Sovereign off on a Tuesday afternoon. No, he's um, he's one of them horses, and, and Joe's won a couple on him too, the great man. He, he's one of them old horses that always turns up if the race runs to suit him. He, he sort of gets up in Saturday night grades, and they... They're probably a bit strong for him there, but he, he gets there because of his points. But when he loses a couple of points and gets back to this grade, he always seems to hold his head above world are very good. So, you know, I know he's drawn bad and he'll probably be back in a bit of traffic, but if something goes a bit pear-shaped and, and sort of right right you are and one night out do too much work early or something, well, it, it might open the race up for him to get home late, but he's, um, he's ultra-consistent. He'll, he'll run another good race. Made a lot of people probably wondering who Joe Mocha is. Obviously, he's a Kiwi boy. He's a Maori boy. There's not many Indigenous Maori drivers driving in harness racing anywhere in the world, either New Zealand or Australia. But one of those guys you'd be happy to put on a horse. Very hardworking guy, very conscientious. Yeah, no, Joe's, um, he, he worked for us here for, I think, two or three years, and, and now he works for Luke. But um, terrific fella and really good with the trotter. And I've got to say, and, and really good horseman. You know, he, um, horses horses respond really well to him. And he's a hard worker, so um, we needed the five point claim, and Joe's got it. So we're more than happy to put him back on him. He's done a good job with him so far. So no, it, we won't lose anything anyway. Mate, the third on the card, you have played the music from your stable, and the reason it's forty one dollars, even though its form wasn't too bad, is because. Well, there's a flying machine from the Craig Cross stable here. We know how good Muscle Factory is. It turned up for them last time and just bolted in. And you've been a bit unlucky here, haven't you, really? Because this is a Tuesday afternoon race where you're probably up against a horse who, who's going to end up in a miracle mile one day. Yeah, that's right. You know, I think um, Muscle Factory will be leading and winning, which isn't a surprise to anyone. But uh, from that draw, play the music. You know, he. He will be 30 metres back from wherever Muscle Factory is, but that might have him running into second or third if he opens up Muscle Factory. So, you know, you can't discount him, especially from that door. He'll probably have to just slide into the one back and, and roll the fence. But, um, you know, Muscle Factory looks a winner. I thought Crackerby hit the line really good. It's first start in Australia. So, you know, there's a few horses that'll be getting home late, but with that plum draw, he might be a chance of running second or third. Right on the sixth on the card, you've got cleaned out. And I really like this horse. It's a horse who I know is a Saturday night horse. It could do a job on a Saturday night. When it falls back to a Tuesday grade, it has to be a chance. Yeah, look, he's the same as a bit like Gold Sovereign. He turns up week in, week out generally and runs good races. And, and this looks a pretty even uh, up to 65 on a, on a Tuesday afternoon. Um, it looks a good race on paper for him. Uh, a couple of them ones out wide probably have done a bit in their time, but probably a little bit patchy on form. Um, Bob Wheel, I know he won a, a Saturday night race, but he had a perfect trip that day, drawn one. Um, yeah, it looks a good little race, and it probably looks a bit of genuine speed underneath him, so hopefully you can just sort of tuck in behind him, and I'm sure he'll be getting home strong. I mean, the last on the card, you're, uh, you're driving the Black Assassin for Graham Hartman. Got the inside barrier draw, but look, hasn't been in the money for a while. No, look, he hasn't. He probably needs to find a little bit of better form than what he does today, what he has been doing, but hopefully he can find a bit of form today and um, roll into it because he's probably not out of these races on his best form. Um, on his best from these draws, he probably could cause a little bit of havoc, but uh, he was a little bit plain last week. He had the same draw and perfect trip and didn't really run on, so I haven't spoke to Graham, but I'm sure he's just probably looking for a bit of an improved run, but 
Uh, looks a couple of nicer ones in the middle of the row there. They'll catch you, me, and that look to be young American. They get into this race pretty good. Hey, while, while we've got you on the show, Robbie, um, this Saturday night, you take a horse who I really like, Tim and Angle. One of my favourite horses in, in the lower grades is he cruising. Um, he looks a bit of a handful to drive, but Interesting race this week up against a horse like Rock and Marty. You got Ball of Art from the same stable. I, I thought Fair Cruisin's a horse who, who might one day come out and go a really wicked mile at my angle. I know it's twenty three hundred this week, but a horse who seems to have a pretty big motor. Yeah, he does. He's um, he's a beautiful big stallion. Anyone that sees him falls in love with him. He's a beautiful horse. And um, last week probably wasn't him. His manners have been impeccable lately. Obviously, winning four in a row, but I didn't give it much thought. We we nommed him at Menangle. And because of daylight savings here, obviously, the sun was still up and, and pretty strong in race one at Menangle last week. And, and he can jump a shadow. Uh, and he found every shadow he could possibly find for one mile. So, uh, well, luckily, this week, he's in at, uh, I think he's in about quarter past eight. I think we're at race four. So, hopefully, the sun will be, it'll be just gone down, but it'll be enough for all the shadows not to be there. And we'll, we'll see, we'll see the real fear cruising step back out again. He, he's been a bit of a trick getting his head right. Um, Obviously, being a stallion, he, he sort of could concentrate on other things, which we can't blame him for, but um, he seems to be putting it all together now, and uh, we're really happy with him. Mate, we're about a month away from the start of the carnivals um, through Newcastle and, of course, Menangle. You, you and Kiri-Ann have, have many horses you could see turning up at a Miracle Mile carnival. I'm not talking about the Miracle Mile, of course. It's an incredibly hard race to get into, but... Do you have horses where you're thinking, right, this is going to be a chance of making a, a, a crack at the New South Wales Oaks or the Derby or or some of these support races? Yeah, well, we've got a couple of nice two-year-olds um, that are going to be heading through to Pink Bonnet and the, um, those sort of races through the carnival. We've also got a um, nice Kiwi horse arriving on the 16th called Eurobeat from down south. He hasn't had a start, um, but Tony LeCastro from Kingstead Lodge purchased him um, he looks to be a nice horse, so I'll probably aim him at the Derby. He's got a couple of nice fillies that we'll probably look to put in the Oaks seats. Probably can't win an Oaks with them, but I'm sure they'll hold their head above water and, and run good races. So, um, yeah, looking looking forward to the carnival coming up. We've got a couple of four-year-olds there. Uh, the Raconteur, he won a couple of two-year-olds. He'll be set for the Derbies as well. So uh, we've got a couple of nice horses in the pipeline working up about the land, which we're really looking forward to. Mate, thanks for the update, buddy. Um, good to have you back on the radio in 2021. You did a great job for us last year, giving us plenty of information around the team. So, hello to Kiri Ann for us. And, mate, good luck today at Manangle. No worries, mate. Thank you. That's Robbie Morris, who, along with his wife, Kiri Ann Morris, trains regularly at Manangle. They're one of the stables who always has horses on Tuesday afternoon, always have horses in, on a Saturday night. And, as we did there, they've got some horses to aim at the carnivals. Very good at picking up nice horses from New Zealand and even to state, and they have New South Wales' best two-year-old trotter in Elder Baron Ursula. That's the harness racing for today. So if you feel like having a bet and you're in New South Wales, you want to stay somewhere that's local, we have Menangle afternoon, Albury race tonight, also in play around Australia, Albion Park in Queensland, Mildura race in Victoria, and Gloucester Park over there in WA. All those odds available on TAV. .com.au. Also, next week, we're going to freshen up and boost up our harness racing coverage here on Sky Sport Radio with On The Pace extending out to half an hour on Monday morning. So every Monday morning from 10.30 
We're going to have an extended on the pace, a chance to talk to industry people about industry issues. Obviously try and find you some winners and talk about where all the good horses from around Australia and occasionally New Zealand are going. So on the pace to become bigger and fresher from next week, we're still going to continue to have lots of coverage. Brittany Graham's still going to be part of our coverage throughout the week. Fred Hastings will be on air on Fridays and Saturdays to talk about Menangle and try and give you some winners to fight for the weekend. But starting next week on the Monday morning, we get the Monday morning show to be the main focus of On The Pace early in the week from 10.30. So a fresher, bigger, bolder On The Pace coming your way from next week. But before then, we'll be back at the same time tomorrow to talk about Bathurst tomorrow night.